Welcome to the Writer's Block. I am your host, Jennifer Harris, freelance writer, blogger, and indie author. The Writer's Block exists to give resources, tools, and visibility to other indie authors, especially minority writers, writers of color, and black writers. Let this podcast serve as a haven for all of you who need light in these dark times and who may not have a soft place to fall just yet. Even for those of you who have a desire to write and need support to keep going. Get your pens, get your paper, we're about to circle the block. Hello, 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 dear ones. It is Jen Harris once more yet again and still to end this lovely installment and uh, and or mini-series entitled The AAVE, Decolonizing Language. What I want to talk about in this last particular piece of this series is my favorite and my personal wheelhouse, which is writing and dialogue. Now, I know that not every writer is uh, a fan of dialogue, but yet and still, if you write fiction, you're going to have to get accustomed to that. You are going to have to get accustomed to literally seeing how people speak. Now, what do I mean when I say that? That means that you have to visualize dialogue before you could ever write it down. And I believe those of us of this writing guild who actually are playwrights are actually better at this. They, because they have to be. Uh, there are playwrights who I know personally who actually, they spend time people watching. They are very intent with their conversation and they uh, are more likely to observe than they are to react, especially in public settings when, when you know, drama is breaking out. This too is a skill. And also I believe every writer needs to, needs to develop that. But in in that particular superpower we have again writing and dialogue now there will be some who will listen to this particular portion of the podcast this particular mini series in general and say that everything I'm going to tell you is inappropriate right that everything I'm going to tell you is not how quote-unquote you write something but here we go again this is colonizing language now I can point to various works in literature by which are their strengths are from the fact that it is written how someone would speak it one of the one of those particular cases is um when the nameless narrator in uh, ralph ellison's work the invisible man talks to or takes his charge uh to see true blood in in the slave cabins by the college and True Blood is this uneducated man <clears throat> who um, details to this white gentleman in this particular in this particular part of the story everything that has happened to him, and is and it is as someone is um, speaking it. And I'm sure when Ellison took it to his editor, his editor said that, you know, this is this is broken English, this is pigeon, this person is ignorant, we can't publish this. But you see how where that got him. Um, Invisible Man is one of the most incredible works I've ever read. And side note, if you want to know um, one of the parallels from The Sunken Place that um, Jordan Peele mentions in Get Out, read Invisible Man. I promise you, you will see the correlation. 
but as it relates to writing dialogue, especially if it is a set or particular acts, a particular dialect of the AAVE that I've discussed in part two, you are going to have to become comfortable with that. Because what you're doing when you write or have dialogue in that for that particular uh, language, as it were, you're going to be comfortable with people saying, quote unquote, this doesn't look right. Because according to the English that we've all been taught is appropriate, it doesn't look right. But yet and still, these are conversations that are had with people of a certain age, of a, a certain age, of a certain background, and of a certain, pop, a certain population in the country. That there are people who speak the AAVE in casual conversation with other people that look like them and then speak, quote unquote, normal or Americanized English in other, in other social circles. But that doesn't mean the AAVE, the AAVE is lessened. If anything, in my opinion, it, it is valued more because, again, you're able to shift, literally, you're able to shift languages. Amy Tan says that the writer, Amy Tan, who wrote The Joy Luck Club and other short stories, she says that she grew up, grew up, grew up I'm sorry, speaking Englishes, meaning there's more than one dialect of English that she spoke. On the outset, that, does, that doesn't make any sense. Because some people will tell you that there's only one English, and that's just Americanized English, or you will have a bigot tell you, you know, you speak speak American. Nice. But there are def- there are definitely sects of English that one can speak. I've always been I've always believed that. But what I need you to know, beloved, is as you as you write dialogue for a particular work and choose to incorporate the AAVE in your particular text, don't shy from that be brave in that if your if your character is um a woman who is let's say running from an abusive relationship that happens to be with another woman and let's just say the woman beats on her door and this is it this is on south south chicago and she grabs her pistol and say who at the door write it just like that who at the maybe either t a either t h a or t h e do do accent mark because that's how that's how you would hear it if you were actually in that particular <clears throat> in that particular hallway in that particular setting don't be afraid to write language as you hear it in your head especially if you are a playwright write the language as you hear it in your head another case in point for that is the is the musical porgy and bess if you actually read the if you actually read the character lines you actually see the AAVE there and Porgy and Bess is one of the most powerful dramas of uh, American theater. Another one is Fences. Thank thank God for the dynamic and utterly utterly brilliant August Wilson. There is a there is a stigma attached to those of us who are minority writers who choose to incorporate this sect of our experience into the work that we write because people will people quote unquote. As I love to say, non-melanated people will think that what you're writing is ignorant and, quote, no one will like it. No one will read it. This is really just code speak for because I can't appreciate it. It is not it. Therefore, it is not worthy of time, respect or production. Hear me when I say that. There are portions of uh, theater that will not want to put on your work because it doesn't sound white enough. I need you to understand that. 
But I also want you to understand that their opinion does not matter. You have access now to technology and uh, tools that August Wilson didn't have, that Dorothy Dandridge didn't have, that Paul Lawrence Dunbar didn't have, and for a greater extent, um, the lovely Maya Angelou did not have, or Toni Morrison didn't have. You have the option to sit down and write a one-act play and literally take your phone and do a read-through and put it up on YouTube. Warts and all. So do not be dismayed by people by people who don't look like you, who, de- who can't necessarily rock with what you have put on paper. The thing is, and as I always say, <clears throat> the thing is that... You have to believe in what you're writing before anyone else will. If you don't believe in it, it will show. And as it pertains to writing the AABE, actually putting those conversations on paper, you need to be prepared for that backlash. If you go to someone else to say, hey, can you read through this? Or, hey, you know, I want, I think this can be produced. Or, hey, I want you to be involved in this project. There may be some people to say, you know, I don't, I don't necessarily want to get involved with that. It sounds ghetto. That's the other code. That's the other coded word that if somebody thinks something is too black, it then becomes too ghetto. I need you to understand that this is how this is how language is coded and how you must decode it. I want you to be brave in how you in how you approach these matters, beloved. I want you to be able to see that you have the specific ability to write what you want using all tools in your repertoire you are able to conjure worlds as you see fit and people who inhabit those worlds as you see fit you need to be confident in that one of the things that helps me as I write um, specific pieces especially for specific characters especially uh, in my novel Ruby The one thing that I had to be brave about was to really think about what would my character say? Would she be, you know, prim and proper when she answered a question if she was mad or would she just let it rip if she was upset? And taking the time to analyze what my character would do versus what I think people wanted my character to do. I believe gave my gave my work a depth that I did not anticipate. What does that mean? Nikki Giovanni says it this way. If you write like somebody's looking over your shoulder, you'll never write. One of the things that makes the AAVE so powerful when it relates to writing writing dialogue is that you literally are telling the uh, quote unquote Americanized English speaking world that your language is not sufficient it's not sufficient to tell this story what I need is found in the riches of my experience and the world that I currently inhabit and you as a writer have every opportunity to do that do not be dismayed by what people think do not be dismayed by what people think the one thing I want you to remember as it relates to this is you as the writer have all power in your hand use all tools that you're ready you good you straight i thought so until next week beloveds keep
continue to write, continue to believe, and I'll be back sooner than you think. storytellers, oracles, and other writing troublemakers, it is that time again for me to leave you to your thoughts and words. Remember to follow the Writer's Block Podcast on social media. You can find us at the Writer's Block Official on Instagram and the Writer's Block Podcast on Facebook. If you are interested in advertising with us, would like a book to be recommended, or know an indie author who needs more shine, Make sure, pretty please, to email us at circlethewritersblock at gmail.com. Special thanks to Valor Music LLC based out of San Antonio, Texas for all audio production and mixing. Remember, you have the power to bend blank pages to the will of your pen. See you all again next time when we circle the block.